What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to be recording again. I am back at home in Madrid after a couple of weeks that I was in the U.S. I had my brother's wedding and then I took a trip to Miami. So I'll get you guys up to speed on personal life stuff and just do like a little life update. And then we'll dive in today's, into today's episode. I'm really, really excited about this topic because I think it's really important and has the power to really start to shift the way you think about life and your belief systems and so much. So we'll get into that in a second, but I wanted to get you guys up to speed on my life and my trip and everything. So obviously my brother's wedding was amazing. It was so beautiful. He got married in the mountains of North Carolina in the Blue Ridge Mountains. So we went up, um, we got taken up by the limo like to this beautiful overlook like there was mountains clouds waterfalls trees like the scenery was just next level it was so pretty um where we had the ceremony and where they got married and then the reception was super fun and yeah it was like a crazy weekend because there was also a weird like stomach bug going around and like some of the guests at the wedding like got sick the day before and then some people like the day after and that was kind of stressful and then the day of the actual wedding like the ceremony the limo was late and they were like yeah we're gonna be like 40 minutes late And we had to get everybody up to the overlook, like in the mountains to have the ceremony. And those places are like really, really hard to reserve and they're like booked out. So they only had it booked for like two hours. And then right after that, another group was coming in behind us that they had booked it out for something, probably another wedding. And so it was like super stressful. We were standing there in the hotel room and Chelsea the bride was just on the phone with them and they were like yeah we're gonna be like 40 minutes late and she was like um no (laughs) no 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 you're not and indeed they were they were an hour and five minutes late to come pick us up and take us to the actual ceremony so yeah typical wedding day stresses it was like about to storm and rain right before the ceremony and then suddenly as soon as we got up there and everybody got into their places like The sun started shining, the clouds started clearing, like, so everything worked out in the end, but typical wedding day stresses and chaos and all the things, but it was really, really fun and it turned out so beautiful. So that was amazing. I got to spend time with my brother and my family and my nephew and yeah, I just really needed some time at home to like rest, recharge and obviously see my fam because I haven't seen them in a long freaking time because of the pandemic. And then after I spent a couple weeks at home, I took a trip to Miami. So I flew down to Miami and I met Sam Altieri there who she's been on the podcast before. So she's someone that I met virtually through Instagram. And then this year we joined the same mastermind with her coach Mel Wells. And so I've gotten to know her a lot more. We've, you know, done each other's podcasts and we've worked together on some things. And she's just become like a really close friend to me in the coaching space. And I love her so much. So it was crazy to feel like we knew each other from 
those relationships online and then to actually meet each other in person. So that was really, really fun. So she flew down from, she's based in Boston. She flew down to Miami and I flew from North Carolina where I was staying with my family into Miami and we stayed there for like four days together. We got an Airbnb and in those four days, one of those days we had a VIP coaching day with our coach Mel Wells because she's now living in Miami Beach. So that day was super fun and just like this crazy bougie experience that Sam and I decided to like invest in together. So the VIP day was basically like from 9am to 6pm with Mel and we had a couple of different coaching sessions um, mixed into there. We went to brunch at the Soho Beach House in Miami Beach which was really fun and then we went to her new apartment in North Beach that's like this super high-rise beautiful like apartment overlooking the ocean like right on the beach and then we went down to the beach and got these like loungers and did like a, a little bit more of like vision casting and coaching from there and there was um we had like beach service and we got snacks and we we're just sitting on the beach like with the breeze and the ocean view and like feeling so expansive and just like really getting into our own creative energy for our businesses and where we want to take them and how we're going to grow and scale and being able to learn from Mel and have her personal guidance and support and advice was just so invaluable. Yeah so it was just like a really incredible day. Um, Sam and I both had lots of downloads that day and things that we want to do and change and shift about our businesses and where we're going in the future. So it was definitely worth it. And then we closed the day by going to a private dance class. So Mel booked us in for a private class, just the three of us. And it was so fun. We took a heels class um, with this like instructor who was so cute and fun Um, She was a dancer for the Miami Heat and like she was just like so much fun to to learn from. So we took this heels class and did this like a really like feminine, sexy dance and we like filmed a little bit of it, which I'll share on Instagram probably at some point. Um, But yeah, it was just so, so much fun. It was such a good way to just like end the day. So yeah, that was kind of the, well, and then obviously, you know, we had other days in Miami as well. Um, just Sam and I going to the beach and getting sun and swimming in the ocean and having acai bowls and iced coffee and smoothies and so much amazing food. And yeah, it was just a really, really, really good time. So my takeaway for you guys from this is one, like remember that taking time away and time to rest, even if it's not a vacation of of any kind, and it's just allowing yourself to rest more, restore more, live more within your schedule of all the to-dos, like we have to make space for that because so much magic happens when we actually get into the being and the living of life and we move away from so much doing, doing, doing. So yeah, that trip was just really good for me to be more in the flow of things and just allowing and receiving and 
living my life and letting myself get back into that space where creativity and ideas are able to flow when I'm so focused on, you know, my goals and what I'm manifesting and this is the income goal and do this next and create this program and build this thing and serve these clients and do, 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 do. It's really hard to feel like you are getting any inspiration or inspired ideas. So yeah, just like focusing on how you can incorporate in your life a little bit of rest and fun and time away from all of the doing. I think that would be um, my my recommendation. And also just like investing in yourself because obviously, you know, like that VIP day, that was a really big investment for both Sam and I. Um, it was $3,500 total, but we were able to split it, which was nice. But just, but that was like for a day. That was for nine, from nine to six. So yeah, like investing in yourself is something that I think when you first start doing it can be really, really scary and intimidating. And I think, you know, if someone would have told me a year or two years ago, like, oh, do you want to spend $3,000 for one day? I'd be like, you're insane. That's ridiculous. Why would I ever do that? Like, that's dumb, not smart, not safe, no way. But as you continue to invest in yourself and experience the benefits and your own personal growth and transformation and just the shifts in your mindset and your life and your own ability to attract the things that you desire and cultivate abundance. And especially if you are someone who's building a business or running a side hustle, like investing in yourself is going to be a huge part of that journey. And it's very, very scary to start But once you start, you'll realize why everybody is talking about it and why everybody says, invest in yourself, invest in yourself. So that's just another takeaway for me from the trip to Miami of like, holy shit, I probably could have never imagined spending that much money for a single day. (laughs) But I'm so glad that I did it. Like I, I just, I never regret investing in myself whenever I have spent money on mentors or coaching um, I've I've always walked away feeling like it was more than worth it and I have learned so much and grown so much and so yeah that's just another little takeaway from me is invest in yourself guys <laughs> it, whatever that means for you right like that means something different to everybody especially at whatever stage you are in your life or in your personal growth or in building a business or whatever it is yeah so it's not it doesn't mean the same thing to everybody but um having that in in your mind at least as something that is important and valuable and has the power to really like grow you and expand you exponentially that's important just to have the awareness around it and set the intention for yourself of I'm going to invest more in myself whatever that means for you whether it's investing in your health or your mental wellness or your personal development or your business or whatever right there's so many ways in which we can pour into ourselves more and and put a little bit of a financial investment behind it to really like ignite that fire and and push us more right? So yeah, uh, let's dive into today's topic because I'm excited to get into it and I have missed chatting to you guys. So I just wanted to give you this little life update. Okay. I'm going to stop talking now. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Make Shift Happen podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Daly 
entrepreneur, life coach, and your no BS bestie here to bring you all things mindset, manifestation, and personal development. This podcast is designed to help you expand your mind and up-level your life. So turn the volume up and roll the windows down if you're coming along for the ride. Let's go make shift happen. of choosing your beliefs. And so one thing that uh, that kind of like sparked this idea for me was a conversation that we were having inside of the From Burnt Out to Badass chat room with all the ladies that are in the program this round. And one of the women inside of the program, she posted about her inner critic because in our first embodiment session, we did all of this work around our inner critic and our inner best friend and meditating on it, visualizing it, connecting to it, journaling on it, all the things. So after that session, she posted into our group saying, you know, I think my inner critic says that I'm not doing enough or I'm not doing the right things to get where I want to be. And then she said, how do I know that it isn't right. And this is the part that stood out to me the most and was the most important for me to touch on, which is how do I know that it isn't right? Like how do I know that my inner critical voice isn't actually the truth? It isn't actually right. And so, and this may be a question that that a lot of people have, right? Is, okay, well, I feel this way about myself. How do I know that that's not true? And so here's the thing. It's like no thoughts that we have are necessarily right or wrong. It's really just about you choosing what you want to be true. Like you get to decide what is truth. It's all made up. It's all imaginary. It's all subjective. Like when it comes to beliefs, We get to choose what we believe to be true. So in this case, you know, it's not about your inner critical voice being quote unquote right or wrong. It's about you deciding which of these voices, which of these beliefs, which of these thoughts do I want to support and do I want to be true? Because when we think about like our own inner critical voice, it's like, Are we considering this inner critic of ours to be a credible source? How how can we really objectively prove that this inner critical voice of ours is quote unquote right? Like how would we go about that? How would we be able to scientifically, mathematically, logistically, however you want to think about it, prove that this inner critical thought that I've just had is in fact correct? We can't. We can't, you know, there's, there's, there's this idea in personal development of like asking yourself when you have any sort of like negative thought or belief come up, like, do I know that to be 100% true? And the answer is literally always no, because we can't know for a hundred percent fact that something so subjective, like a thought that came from somewhere in the universe and landed in our head is true or untrue or right or wrong, right? We just can't prove it. We can't fully know if it's right. So then that leaves us with, 
having to decide for ourselves what beliefs we want to allow to persist. And that's really like all there is to it is becoming the boss of your own mind and your own thought processes and your own beliefs and getting to decide, I don't want this to be true, so I am choose to believe that it's not. And then with really positive, empowering beliefs around yourself or your worth or money or potential or whatever it is, is like, yes, I would love to live in a world and a reality where that is my truth. So I'm going to choose to believe that this is true. That's all it is, is, is this act of, of choosing. And you know, another woman inside of the program she was, she was talking about angel numbers because she has started to see them everywhere since joining the program and starting to do this work and getting more in touch with herself and her inner world and her intuition and spirituality and all the things that we work on. And she was talking about how she sees them everywhere all the time in so many different forms that it's almost overwhelming because she's like I don't know what this message is meant to be like I don't know what you're trying to tell me with 111 and 222 and 333 and 555 and you know it's it's all these different things all over the place and I'm just seeing them so much like what does this mean what am I meant to be doing like how am I supposed to um put this into action and and you know like my response to her on that was Again, like we get to choose the meaning of what's what's going on for us in our lives. So can you research numerology? Yes. Can you look up what the spiritual meaning of angel number 222 is? Totally. But do you need to do that every single time you see an angel number? No. Because you get to choose So in my experience, like you guys know, if you follow me on Instagram, like I see angel numbers all the time everywhere and you're probably sick of me posting them, (laughs) to be honest. Um, I see a lot of them in license plate numbers, but also just like other places, receipts, like random signs, um, all kinds of different things. So for me, I'm like, okay, I'm seeing all of these numbers everywhere. Am I going to like sit down and overwhelm myself with all the other stuff that I have going on in my life to like now have to become an expert in numerology or angel numbers and research all of this and be like, okay, well, this means this. So where's that coming from? And all the things, right? No, I'm not going to do that. I don't do that. Most of the time when I see angel numbers now, I just think, ah, there they are. Like I'm supported and guided in this moment. Yeah, my, my angels are here. My guides are with me. They're showing me their presence. Thank you for being with me, for supporting me, for guiding me. And that's it. And I just let it be. And I just let those little moments be reminders that I'm okay and that I'm safe and that I'm held. And I let it be a positive experience of uplifting me and feeling like I'm on the right track because I get to choose. I could also choose to be like, oh my gosh, this is so overwhelming. There's all these things and I need to know everything and I need to research everything. And this means that I should be working on something with change. And this means I should be working on something with family. And oh my gosh, something is going to happen in my life or abundance is coming. Where is it going to come from? I need to focus on it. I need to think about it. I need to plan for the manifestation. I could choose to totally spiral (laughs) 
by investigating all the meanings of all the signs of all the things that I'm seeing. But I'm not going to because it doesn't serve me in this moment. It doesn't serve me right now. But, you know, I've done an episode on the podcast before about angel numbers. And I think the episode is called like weird spiritual shit or something like that. If you guys want to go listen to it and dive a little bit deeper into it. Um, But it was about mostly about, you know, one specific experience that I had where I was seeing the same number over and over and over and over again in all kinds of crazy ways. And I felt an intuitive ping to go deeper on what that number was trying to tell me. And so I did and I looked it up and I researched it and I sat with it and I journaled on it and I did this meditation on it and I had this crazy vision come through of all these parts of myself that I was shedding and it was a really amazing spiritual experience. But I don't feel like that needs to happen every single time I see a sign or I feel supported in some way on this journey, right? So like we're always choosing. We're always choosing for ourselves. We're deciding. And I think that's something that a lot of us have forgotten is that we are the boss. Like you're sitting in you're sitting in the throne. Like you're the queen of of your experience here. You get to choose and dictate and pick like what you're going to believe, how you're going to feel, how you want to respond. Yeah. What's next for you? What are you going to do with the challenges, the adversity that's showing up? Like we're always sitting in a position to be able to choose no matter what's going on for us. Even if the choice is just to feel our emotions, if we're moving through something really difficult or hard and you're like, well, how do I have a choice in this? It's out of my hands. This thing is happening that I don't have control over. That's really negative or sad or hard. Or, you know, I'm moving through grief. But you still have choice in those moments. And maybe the choice for you in that moment is just to feel it. To allow yourself to experience the full bandwidth of your emotions and not block anything off or push it down or numb it out or try to get over it too quickly or snap back into your happiness prematurely. Right? But there's always some sort of choice that we can make in all the moments and situations of our life. So I implore you to think about, you know, what are you choosing? And one of my favorite quotes that that I always use and come back to is, whatever you're not changing, you are choosing. So maybe that's a place for you to start to think about, you know, what am I choosing in my life right now? And would I like to choose differently? And thinking about, you know, when you have negative things happen or um, inner critical thoughts pop up or you're moving through something that's challenging or something that's triggering you, is thinking about what, what am I choosing for this to mean, right? What am I allowing this to mean? What meaning am I creating out of this right now? And am I willing to choose again? Am I willing to choose a different meaning? Is there a potentially more empowering message, learning, or meaning that I could pull out of this thought, this experience, this grief, this heartache, this pain, this adversity? Is there a more empowering meaning that I could take away from it? And maybe the meaning is just like, 
fuck, I am so resilient. I am so resilient. Because this, that, and the other thing happened. And although those things were out of my control, I chose to believe that things were still going to work out for me and I was still moving in the right direction and that there would be brighter days and that I would reach a place of feeling like I love myself and I love the life that I've created, holding the vision for what I'm trying to create in my life. I can still do that even in the adversity or the pain or the challenge. Holy shit, am I powerful? Am I resilient? Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe that's all all that it is at the bare minimum, right? It's like, wow, I'm resilient because I'm choosing to look beyond what's happening and know that I'm okay to move through it. And there's more available to me. There's more coming down the track for me, even though, right? Despite the challenges, struggles, negativity, whatever's popping up for you. Even with our belief systems in general about you know, like the spirit world or astrology or God or the universe, source, guides, whatever, all of this stuff, right? Everyone's belief systems are going to be completely unique to them and their journey and what resonates for them. And I think what's important about this conversation of choosing your beliefs is recognizing that we, we want to start to move away from the idea that we are responsible for finding the one right and pure truth, right? Like I think that's what so many religions in the world are focused on is like this is the one true God or this is the one correct text that we all have to follow like I'm right and you're wrong and there's only one right answer available and we all need to find the one right answer and lean into it and follow it and subscribe to it but like there's not of course there's not one right answer of course not (laughs) right this is the same thing with like dieting you know we're all sort of like on this quest of like what is the ultimate ideal way to eat for optimal health. It's like of course there's not one diet or one way to eat or one option that is the best or you know yields the most health however you want to word it. You know of course there's not just one option because the the universe is literally built on diversity, on expansiveness, on complexity. Like when you think about even just the complexity of the human body itself and all of our cells and organs and operations and all the stuff that our body does, like, and how individual that can be based on our genes and our conditioning and all those things. Like how could there ever be just one right way to move your body or one right way to to feed your body or one right way to believe in something bigger than yourself like God, spirit, source, universe or whatever. Of course there's not one right way. There never is. And so what I always say with this stuff is like it's not about finding like oh this is factual and I can back this up by science and therefore I'm going to believe it because it is real and true. 
It's understanding that there's so many things beyond our understanding, even at a scientific level today, still, like that we we just have yet to, to comprehend or understand. The, the human eye can only see less than 1% of the visible light spectrum, which means everything that you see in the world, everything that we can see with our, with our eyes is still only less than 1% of what's out there, of what's existing, of what's happening, right? So like in this room that I'm sitting in, what is happening in this room outside of what I can see with my eyes? I don't know because I can't see it, but science tells me that there's 99% of shit here that I can't see or touch. You know, what could be here? It's, you know, we, we just have to like, we have to get over ourselves a little bit in the sense of thinking that we were able to know everything or that we should know everything, right? And so it doesn't matter for me if what I believe is right or wrong anyway. Like, you know, when I die someday and my consciousness leaves my physical body and I go to whatever other realm there is for me to go to, who knows what it is because again, we're all just like, you know, predicting, I guess, (laughs) Wherever, wherever I go to and I'm able to maybe, you know, see the things that I couldn't see when I was in my human suit. And I realize, oh, wow, you know, I thought the universe was this and I thought God was going to be like this and, you know, I thought heaven was this and hell was this and the spirits were worked in this way and whatever. And I'm like, oh, that's wrong. Imagine I get to this place at the end of my life, my consciousness ascends and I'm enlightened as to what's actually truly going on and what happens after death. And I'm like, wow, everything that I believed was totally wrong. (laughs) Well, fuck me, right? Everything that I talked about and shared and believed for myself, it was all wrong. It was all wrong. Even if that happened, it would not matter. And here's why. Because what I'm believing to be true for myself right now, as I was talking about before, is my choice. I'm choosing to believe it. I recognize that it's a choice. I don't need to know if it's factual. What I'm believing for myself right now is a choice And by choosing it, I'm making my life in this physical realm as a human better. Because what I'm choosing to believe makes me feel happier, makes me feel more supported, makes me feel abundant, makes me feel guided by something bigger than myself, makes me feel like everything that I want to do and create in this world isn't solely dependent just on me and the number of hours that I have in my day, but that I'm actually co-creating with something bigger than myself. And that makes me feel so powerful and expansive and like there's so much potential. And because I feel that way, I channel that energy into the work that I do and the goals that I have. And I actually ultimately create more and do more and feel better and feel happier and generate more abundance for myself. So it does not matter if what I'm choosing to believe is factual truth or not because simply by choosing to believe it my life is getting better that's it so choose what you want to believe 
not because somebody else told you that it was factual or scientific or the truth, but because it's the belief that makes your life better. It makes your experience as a human more enjoyable. It makes you feel more positive, more embodied, more expansive, more abundant, like you have more potential. Those are the beliefs that you want to choose because the the truth of the matter, I'm doing truth in air quotes as we're, you know, talking about nothing is truth essentially, but the truth of the matter is that we don't actually know. We don't actually know anything. Anything that anybody else tells you, myself included, we don't actually know. None of us are going to know until we're like ascended enlightened beings, hopefully, and maybe even then we don't know. Who knows, right? The one thing that we know is that we don't know. That's what I'm trying to say. The one thing that we know is that we don't know. We can be certain of uncertainty. Yeah? So why not create beliefs and thoughts and things in your life that just make you feel better just because? Yeah? I don't need to know which religion or diet or workout regimen is the correct one. Because as long as I choose my beliefs and my actions and my words and my thoughts based around the things that make me feel good, I'm going to live a life of feeling good and being happy. And all of that is going to contribute to me ultimately generating more for myself and having a better experience in this human existence. So I hope this made sense for you guys. I know it was a little, we got a little esoteric today, but um, you know I'm all about that, that woo-woo life. So I hope this is helpful for you guys. If you liked this episode, go ahead and take a screenshot. Please share it to your Instagram stories. We are still on our quest to reach 100,000 downloads by the end of July. We are getting very, very, very close. It's going to be neck and neck by the end of the month of July based on my my projections. So You guys, listen in, tune in. If there's any episodes that you've missed, now's the time. Do me the favor. Go back, listen to them. Send them to a friend. Text it to your mom, sister, your group chat, whoever you think would enjoy this type of content that I share on the podcast. I love you guys so, so much, and I appreciate you for tuning in, listening, and hanging out with me every single week. You're the fucking bomb. I love you. I'll see you next week.